Are we ready? Okay. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Hi, this is For the Girls Podcast. And this is a podcast about you and your divas, about this ladies is a podcast that we celebrate. About queer, queer fandom of iconic female performers. I'm Nick Westrate. Uh, and I'm Miss Claus, Jason Black. And uh, we're coming at you with a hot December Christmas episode. This is a podcast for ladies in the choir. This is a podcast for that lady who does all the gift wrapping at Barnes & Noble. This is a podcast for nine non-binary elves. <laughs> this is a podcast for all, those, all your background singers. Oh, background singers. Where are they at? <laughs> Chris, we're actually... From here on forward, babies, we're doing Christmas Christmas apps, really. Last week, iconic Oprah giving episode. I mean, I hope everyone enjoyed their Giving Tuesday with that episode. If you haven't heard it yet, just go back and hit that download, smash that download button, and then leave us a review. Because um, it's Giving Tuesday, and we are a charity, Yeah, and that obviously. would be a great Christmas gift. That would be... The, Wouldn't that be the best? The best. Just our review from anyone would be the best. From all of you, if all of you left us a Christmas review, it'd be it'd be better than it'd be better than a million dollars that you're Venmoing to Jay. Um, but we are, but like we said, no, going forward, this episode on. Our, so for the next three episodes, we're bringing you Christmas. Buckle in. I'm wearing a really cute Christmas sweater that Jason got me last year for Christmas, and he's wearing all black. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm just, I, something I, again, truly something I slept in last night. I made that comment on the Instagram. I was not lying. I slept in this. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's recycling. It's okay. My bed is not that dirty. <laughs> no, I don't even. Here's the thing. If you make your bed and sleep on top of the quilts, you don't have to remake it. <laughs> Pro tip. Like, you can just get up in your clothes, put your shoesies on. I changed my socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Also, there we go. don't for <laughs> good one. Um, don't forget it's book club, y'all. Starting next week, we are diving into the book Little Women. So you better. We are on our schedule. I think Yo. I have to read like a hundred pages today. Yo, a book that I feel like I'm in school again a little bit. Yeah, it's fun. A book that I've never read, but babies, it is Christmas. Like you put. I, this is what I do: is I go to my Spotify and I put on the Christmas class classical section mm. because i don't want to get too jammed up with all the good tunes so you just keep you don't want to have to sing along no. so although i do start singing along actually <laughs> i mean i actually start singing along and i just use men's names bizarrely so it's like tom 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 i know it's really strange i don't know cut that part um, <laughs> but but i put on my classical christmas on spotify and you know just get cozy and get out my little women and it's perfect i don't think i've done that where it's just like a real Christmas I, scene. A real Christmas book. I turn on that log, that fire channel. Oh, yeah, perfect. Mm, I love that. That's perfect. I turn on that and just and cuddle up with my book. So, yeah, so get your books. You can still, there's still time to go to your local bookseller. Buy the book. Read the book. It's a page turner. It's a little long. You can do it. But you won't Literally. regret it. You actually will not regret it. And you're going to walk away a better person. You're going to walk away a yeah, better absolutely. little woman. I promise. You will. It will teach you how to be a good little woman. Yep. Like we are learning so much right now. Um, what's what's going on, Jay? Do you have any deep? Yes. We have so much to get through. We have so much <laughs> material to get through today. Okay. So we're not going to far from about too much. Well, okay, okay. Like as like I love that I'm always like we can't say what it is until we say what it is. But it actually says what we're doing on the fucking um, 
<laughs> on the episode. It's like, yeah. there's no real surprise. Everyone knows that we're doing Christmas carols. Yeah, we're, doing, we're doing diva Christmas carols. We're bringing you our diva playlist. But breaking news last night, I sent it um, at like 11 p.m. my time, which was like 2 a.m. your time. Breaking news, a diva released a unknown single that uh we weren't prepared for called what christmas tree lot or christmas christmas tree farm christmas tree farm our taylor swift uh, Mm -hmm. our tay tay dropped an original who who like me grew up on a christmas tree farm uh you can go back and listen to our iconic taylor swift episode and download that too while you're at it so no we're not yeah we're not gonna play it but we just we're not gonna play it because it's mm, uh, it hasn't grown on me yet (laughs) I know it will. Yeah, and and, and it hasn't. And maybe it's, it's, it's a little triggering. triggering. It's a little triggering. Yeah, for me. you know, you know <laughs> like you have to, you have to really like sink in with those. You know, she's literally singing about your life. So, because you know, not that many people grew up on Christmas tree farms. That's a fact. I could say that's a fact. There's me, my sister, and Taylor Swift. Yeah, there's three facts. Yeah, facts. But good job, Taylor. Good job getting in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I, yeah, I am. Not much diva news. Um, there hasn't really been. This has been a little bit for me a lackluster Christmas diva album year. Tbh. Oh yeah, so. we haven't gotten a lot of new or exciting ones yet, have we? No, we got Anna Gasteyer, like I was telling you about. Oh yeah, we got Anna Gasteyer, and then I haven't really. Leah Michelle. Seen... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually, if you also want to hear a song about your life, she has a song called "Christmas in New York." So that could be very pertinent to you. So you could really just do and back-to-back I'm the only person. I'm the only person who lives in New York. Yeah. The only people who've ever lived in New York are me, my sister, and Taylor Swift. And now, obviously, Leah Michelle. So there's four of us who've done that. You have to take her to the Christmas tree farm so you guys can all be a proper Christmas cult. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a cult I don't want to be a I part know, of it's so badly. I know, it's pretty wild. You wake up and like you go to diva prison, and that's who's in it. Wow, we meant to cut all this? This is taking a turn. I've never, I, TBH, I haven't even listened to the Leah Michelle's Christmas album because, yeah. Um, <laughs> but bless. But bless. And a gas Christmas album is pretty on fire because y'all don't even really know this about her, but she can blow Gabriel Blow. She can blow Gabriel Blow. She certainly can. And a gas as Dolly Levi would have been amazing. Ooh, that's inspiring. Yeah, give me. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm here for an Anna Gasteyer revival. Like, I'm always here for her to get her. Always. So. Always here. I mean, wine country, give it to me, Anna Gasteyer. Did you see wine country? <laughs> of course okay, I did. Good, I did it. Of course I did. The first day it came out. You need to watch it. Make Where's, my Where's my wine? Where's my wine? Where's my wine? In the in the words of the immortal Courtney Cox. <laughs> Where's, Where's my wine? Where's my wine? That is a, that is an ad that they would play every time Nick and I would go to the movies, and she would just be sloshing around with a gigantic like. It was Costco from her show. Glass. What was that show called? Cougar Town. Cougar Town. It was the promos for Cougar Town on TBS or wherever that was. Where am oh, I? Um, speaking of uh, the Christmas tree farm I grew up on, look what I decided to drink during our taping today. Yum! I love Diet Coke. Wait, is that a... Uh, just, is Diet Coke like... Just got, no, is that the it's classic? It's like a liter. It's a classic, right? Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, okay. It's got caffeine. It's just the classic Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, I was looking I'm the caffeine-free just, one. Ugh. I'm just... Really jamming on here. Mm. So Diet Coke, sponsor us. Diet Coke loves divas. Actually, Pepsi loves divas the most. Okay, let's get into let us get into it, shall we? We're doing Christmas carols. We're covering the diva carols. We will. There are so many diva Christmas albums. There are so many diva bops. 
We're going to release a Spotify playlist with this episode that will have more songs than just the songs we're going to play right now. But these songs will get you in the motherfucking mood. And listen, this is probably going to be one of our traditions, one of our many, many, many traditions. Um, I, so uh, we're going, like, next year will be a whole nother batch. Like Nick said, there is truly a lot. We probably aren't going to get to a lot of your favorites. Um, I was just telling Nick that we barely scratched the country roof that is Christmas. But here are some of our favorites. And to kick it off with the ultimate bop, the one, this is the song you need to put on when you're about to, I like to put it on when I'm shopping because it gets that extra pep in my step (laughs) to get things ready to go. It's Dame Angela Lansbury with We Need a Little Christmas. Out the holly, put up the tree before my spirit falls again. Fill up the stocking, I may be rushing things, but deck the halls again now. For we need a little Christmas right this very minute. Candles in the window, carols at the spirit. Yes, we need a little Christmas right this it hasn't snowed a single flurry, but Santa dear, we're in a hurry, so climb down the chimney, put up the brightest string of lights I've ever seen, slice up the fruitcake, it's time we hung some tinsel on that evergreen bow. for I've grown a little leaner, grown a little colder, grown a little sadder, grown a little Need a little Christmas now Fall out the holly Haven't I taught you well to live each living day Fill up the stocking By now he may It's one week past Thanksgiving Day now Listen to me, listen to me Listen, little Patrick Dennis in that moment says he is the Taylor Swift of Maine. Well, you got to take it back. He's, you got to take it back for where this he is says, from. This is from the musical. This is from the musical Mame. And Patrick Dennis, who you just heard say the phrase, but Auntie Mame, it's one week past Thanksgiving Day now. Like that's an absurd time to put up a tree. I put up my tree three days after Thanksgiving. Thank you very much, Patrick Dennis. And thank God your parents died and set you to this joyful and sensible woman who knows when to decorate for Christmas. I mean, I would say like maybe back in the day that was that that was kind of outrageous, but now, yeah, like I, <laughs> I had I have Christmas up. Yes, like if if people are yes, going over right? Thanksgiving, they have to see Christmas. They have to see some Christmas. But Auntie Mame had just like lost all of her fortune in the um, Wall Street crash of 1929. And so she was broke. Remember her and that like busted housekeeper who gets preggers? Um, Mm -hmm. And then they're all just like dancing around on stage and like tinsels all out. And they're bringing joy. So fabulous. It's so fabulous. It's also like, uh, this is a recurring theme, of course, with all Christmas songs. But all Christmas songs are kind of about sadness. It's like Christmas is this time of year where we're all going to try to do this joyful thing to forget about the sadness in our lives. Like when, she, when Angela sings, you know, I've grown a little leaner, grown a little colder. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, fuck. Like things are rough for Auntie Mame. Maybe this was the, one of the OGs of, of that kind of 
No, I mm-hmm. guess they all kind of were. There's all some kind of longing, and you know, like I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Someone, a lot of times, yeah. people aren't maybe at the space they where they you know want to be, but they're going to make the best of it regardless. Yeah, they're, yeah, it's yeah. They they're all kind of about hope. Where I think so many of them are written to um, cheer up or bolster the saddest among us, or the you know, so, so many of them were like great war songs. But so many of them, like, yeah, come to alleviate sadness in this time when we're all supposed to be happy. Uh, so Nick and I love this. Angela Lansbury is obviously our idol. We adore her. But we first came to know this song when I bought the VHS copy of MAME with Dame Lucille Ball. That's right. And if you want a real gay Wait. moment, look that up. <laughs> yeah, watch that. We dare you. Yeah, watch her just like <laughs> bounce around the house trying to put that her, Christmas tree. Walk, watch her croak her way through that. What number. was the not... Agnes? Was it Agnes? Is her Agnes Gooch Agnes is Gooch. the part that that Madeline Kahn was supposed to play, and then Madeline quit. Well, the, whoever played Agnes—that's all Gooch. in our Madeline Kahn episode. So go back and listen to that. It's a really yeah, good one. Whoever played Magnus Gooch in this version was fantastic. So she really, she really gives that song the spunk. Okay, song okay. down. Well, speaking of Run. speaking of things that get, bring me the, the one thing that brings me greatest joy in any holiday season is. That's our Patty Girls. There's so many things. There's so many things. I mean, that's our Patty. Is it that, is it that weird? Is it that weird guy who comes out? Is it his fault? Like, did he? Did they cue Patty on too early? Like, what was? What do you think went down? I think it was like really early, and there, like, she couldn't actually see the like nothing was right. Like, the background singers did not come. She could not read the cue cards, so she and she did not know her the song, which is fine. You can't know every Christmas except for the song fact that Christmas she had just album. no. But her Christmas that her Christmas album is called this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the title track. Well, well, I mean, I would be, and it's the Christmas. It's the it's the lighting of the Christmas tree on the National Mall yeah, for the president. It's perfect. I mean, I. It's I was like, Miss Patty, look at the lyrics in the car, please. Yeah, but if Miss Patty did, then we wouldn't have gotten probably the most perfect Christmas gift that you can break out every single year just to see. <laughs> I can imagine. What about the rage after that? Like the storming around backstage. Like Miss Patty must have just burnt like a hundred thousand calories screaming at every show. Every <laughs> assistant has, was fired after that. For, I wanted an assistant tell all. Presents and cards are here. My world is filled with cheering you. Oh my God, this Christmas lights twinkle all around. Next car, honey, next car.
such an amazing example of her voice when she just doesn't have the words, so she just starts vocalizing on the melody. Beautiful. It's beautiful. I also love when, like, you hear the dun-dun-dun-dun, and she's supposed to say Last Christmas, and she just puts her hands out in front of her, and then says it, like, <laughs> after the actual, this Christmas. Like, this it's so sarcastic. She gets so sarcastic with it. It's amazing. Yeah. But... But that song has been covered by absolutely everyone. That song is by Donny Hathaway, and everyone's covered it. Destiny's Child, Mary J. Blige, Diana Ross, CeeLo, Gloria Estefan. I love her version. Her um, version gives me, like, the 90s, 80s, like, early 90s um, bop mm-hmm. feel to it. So Yeah, it's a really beautiful R&B kind of great uh, version of that song. Her her Christmas album is fucking great. Yeah, that's fire. Christmas. That's fire. It's called This Christmas. <laughs> it's literally the name of her album. <laughs> <laughs> literally the name of the album um but it, no no christmas very few christmas albums though compare to our quebecois queen celine dion oh wow the uh, this is i this is called these are these are special times these are special times which is actually her third christmas album because she released two in french in canada oh, that's why you were nick was like i have a, i have something to tell you and i was like no she doesn't doesn't he? that's your big secret bitch <laughs> yes. this album went five this album went five times platinum she did a christmas special for it that was nominated for two fucking emmys can i tell you about that and- real quick can I stop you right there Please. and tell you about um, a little treat, y'all? Unfortunately, I could not find the video of this, but if anyone wants to hear what it sounds like when um, when our Celine sings with Rosie O'Donnell, do you hear what I hear? Live. Oh, right. Yeah. That's going to give you all the strangest feelings. <laughs> you, I, I, I just... I mean, why two it, voices were never meant to blend together more. No, and, and, and on a kind of like, you know, um, not really a funny bop, which is, I think, where Rosie's pocket is. So I really wonder why yeah. Rosie was like, let, let us do this kind of choral song together. <laughs> live, too. Live, mind you. So yes, you can't... You can't necessarily see it, but you absolutely can YouTube the audio of it if that's the way you want to spend four minutes. Though I will give you a flop from this album. What? Her number, I, R. Kelly. Her number one hit. R. Kelly. Yeah, it was with R. Kelly. And hi. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well. But that's okay. Listen, um, my favorite so song from this album, the song I'm obsessed with is, it's one of my favorite carols ever is Oh Holy Night. Stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and pining till he.
I love this song so much, and the thing I I hate it when they they would have us sing this at church or something on Christmas because a bunch of like, especially like a bunch of like out of tune, no rhythm <laughs> white people, which was a church that I went to, it can be such a dirge, and it really needs to be. It's such a hard song to sing. You really need a virtuoso to sing or it, like a, to do it Or justice. like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, you know, like that's how right. I want to hear it is with someone, yeah, yeah, who is in full control and she is in full control right now. She is a magnificent voice. Oh, also, the, also, we should talk about the album cover because it's like some Anne Getty's sepia tone deliciousness where she's like yes. maybe smelling a Christmas package and it's everything. <laughs> but it could also be a baby. Um, maybe I the baby's did... in the package. <laughs> maybe it's a baby. Renee, Renee gave Renee. From Renee. A baby. gave her a baby for Christmas. Um, also, that song is from 1843. Whoa. And here's a trivia for you about Oh Holy Night. Okay. It was first translated into English in 1855, so it would have been quite the new little bop for our little women. <gasps> oh, I bet they loved it. Oh, I bet they... I yeah, bet was, they were, like, just yeah. getting that around Christmas. It was, like, a pretty hip new song. It would have been, like, what Mariah's um, Christmas album is to us, frickin', to the little women. Freaking Beth just shaking her tits to Oh, Holy Night. <laughs> <laughs> Beth is if y'all have a, if you haven't gotten to that part of the book, Beth is notorious for shaking her tits. Oh yeah, she's a rowdy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Beth is getting rowdy. I have so much Beth tea to spill. It's amazing. I don't know why the thoughts that come into my head about Beth are like psychopathic. <laughs> okay, we have to save little women till next week because I'm not done reading the book. Neither. Uh. <sighs> um, that Celine track really A I want to shout out I want to do a quick shout out to my girl Mary um, Nick and I have really always had kind of our a very queer um, Christmases uh, we made our own, we've made our own Christmases for the past decade uh, the first part of that Nick and I spent together we had our own Christmas traditions mm-hmm. they usually involved puzzles um, puzzles, the sound of music the sound of music, being poor was one of our big traditions um, <laughs> who can be poor? Positive. Thinking positive was then the next tradition. Oh no! Uh, and, and that was in our early twenties, and that was really fabulous. But yeah, we probably did five or six Christmases together. I think, babe, we did. We did. Really? Also, going to the movies. Going to the movies. Yes, we always went to go and see a movie that was really fun. Yeah, really beautiful. We had some really beautiful Christmases. And then I moved. I've been in LA for five years, and I've actually had this um, kind of unspoken tradition where I spend. Uh, Christmas with my girl Mary, and then a next Christmas with my girl Mama. And um, a shout out to you, Mary. I know you love your Celine Christmas album. This is a must for her. We have to listen to this mm. front and back. 
uh, when I have my Christmas. Absolutely. With Mary. So that's one of that's one Aww. of our traditions. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. She loves it. This is such a '90s too. The the bombast and the that sound. Oh yeah, it. all the feelings, the emotions. We were so emotional in the '90s. I love it. Okay, well, oh, let's get let's get our feelings no, going. No, but no Carol is more emotional. Let's get our feelings no going. No Carol is more emotional than the ultimate sad girl Christmas Carol. Okay, but listen, Calling It a Carol is actually, from the research I've done, a real stretch. Because this was just written oh. for her album Blue. This was not written yeah, as that's true. a Christmas song. They in, mm-hmm. um, in minor key, it starts off with Jingle Bells. And then she talks, you know, then she, she says Christmas and kind of talks about setting up reindeer. But then it kind of, all, all, after that, all the, all the only imagery that you really hear is a frozen river that she wants to skate on. And it's kind of the culture that turned it into a Christmas song. Not her. We're talking about our girl, Joni Mitchell. Mm-mm. It's coming on Christmas. They're cutting down trees. They're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. But it don't snow here. It stays pretty green. I'm going to make a lot of money. Then I'm going to quit this crazy scene. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. So long I would teach my feet to The thing I love about this song is it's it's not about Christmas, but it takes place at Christmas. And it's really about like loneliness and sadness, which so many of us feel at Christmas. And unlike that tradition we were talking about before, where the song is supposed to alleviate that, this song just sits in it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Uh, I was, I was uh, uh, looking up some stuff and listening to people who have, who have covered this song because Joni Mitchell has, has kind of talked on, uh, talked on it a little bit. Uh, she said that, you know, this song was, you know, kind of... It's so funny. She refers to her generation as the Peter Pan me generation, which I was like, well, that that might be every generation because that's our generation for sure. Um, and kind of about how she, how that song kind of owns a mistake, says that, you know, this is, this was kind of my fault, which the song is, you know, she's, she talks, which I love that line, I made my baby cry. I made right. my baby say goodbye. Yeah, and, she and wants it's to about escape. her relationship with Graham Nash. Yeah, and it's also really funny because then who who else covers it in two thousand and oh my gosh, y'all the covers of River. If you want to like go down a slight it's se- scary, it's her second most covered song. I know, isn't that wild? After both, both sides, both now. sides now. Coming on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up reindeer, singing songs of joy and peace. I wish I had a river. I could skate away
I, I love that we that we've kind of owned that song and that they play it on. They kind of break up the sugary syrup on the radio by playing River. Like I kind of love mm-hmm. that, and I love that 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 I actually so. There's another song that we're going to cover, and I realize that these are kind of my low-key favorites, the heartbreak songs on Christmas. Mm. I, love the, I love that idea that, of that juxtaposition of everything being so um, bright and bubbly, and yet there's still drama happening in people's lives. And Yeah, because it's not like, like, yeah, I guess like some of us get time off work or school, but your life still continues. We don't get time off our lives. What's the other song that's the heartbreak song? Well, I, it's, so you might not know it's a heartbreak song, but it's my favorite. It's my low-key favorite Christmas song, and it's called A Heart Candy Christmas. Hey, maybe I'll dye my hair. Maybe I'll move somewhere. Maybe I'll get a car. Maybe I'll drive so far that I'll lose track. Me. So that song is okay. Okay, so Hurricane Christmas is this Dolly Parton song uh, that's on this um, Kenny Loggins and Dolly Parton Chris, like joint Christmas album. Do you remember when we had our country mm-hmm. Christmas? Nick mm-hmm. came as Elvis, my roommate was Dolly, I was Kenny um, Loggins, and I spray painted my hair white and my beard, and it was like a big LOL because I really looked like him. And but now without that, <laughs> you did look and like now him. I really look like him without any accoutrements. <laughs> I have like a mullet. It's fucked up. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, maybe I'm trying to get a dolly in my life. Okay. Do you know? Do you know the OG <laughs> of this song though? Is it from Best Little Whorehouse it's in from Texas? Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. And I don't know what right. else to call them, but the whores all sing the song, and because they're getting kicked out of the house, <laughs> and it's y'all. It is. I get shivers. Um, every different whore. <laughs> Every whore has a different line. I'm not going to call them whores. <laughs> Should I scrape that? Each different sex worker has it's, a different line. Yes. It's the best little sex worker house. A, in yes, Texas. I know, but it is called the whore. So each different little sex worker whore uh, says one of the lines, and they're uh, being kicked out of the house. And there's just there's just something. I mean, I, I do, y'all, when you listen to songs, do you imagine? the scenario and you're in it and for me it's like I'm in my little apartment like above the bar in the 80s and I have my little tiny fuzzy sweater and my boyfriend just broke up with me and I'm drinking my apple wine with my long red nails and smoking drink my apple wine smoking cigarettes like 
That's what this song. But what is a but what is a hard candy Christmas? Does that mean all you're going to eat is hard candy? Yes, bad, bad hard candy. Not you don't get no ham or no no potatoes or anything like that. You just have hard candy all Christmas. Yeah, that's you're just sucking on that hard candy and that apple wine. But it's really great because you know you're not going to let sorrow bring you way down. The video Mm -hmm. of the best little whorehouse in Texas is it's it's so great, and you can actually listen to the Broadway recording of it from '78. Um, but but the 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 fashion sweeties of singing this song is so great, and they all come out on the porch, and Dolly's really like uh, leading the the troops in like this very modest um, white schmock. Uh, I just as Miss Mona. Yeah, it's it really. This song is just so special to me, and it's just like. Yeah, it's about someone being in transition. It's like, and it's thinking like, what am I going to do? And this time is all about transition. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are, we're, we're ending a year. And, and if you're kind of in a bad place, it's like, okay, like what am I, I have some options. What am I going to do? Am I just going to leave? Which is always a fantasy of mine, you know, just running. Um, right. I like comfort too much, so I probably won't run too far. But I love that idea that like, Hey, maybe I'm just going to start over and it's going to be a hard candy Christmas, but I'm not going to get too bummed. I'm going to, you know, there is a slight um, uh, pause in that song where it's like, you know what? I, I'm going to be able to be fine and dandy. Lord, it's like a hard candy mm-hmm. Christmas. Like, I'm not going to let, I'm gonna, not going to let sorrow bring me oh, down. No, you will just quote the song lyrics. And this tell is, you what a, it's this about. is the kind of lyrical interpretation you all sit here for 40 minutes to get to. Yeah. You know? There's some fun covers of that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Re- just you can add that into your reviews that you're leaving for Christmas. <laughs> the, just leave that in so your Christmas reviews. So for 45 reviews. minutes, they try to explain a song by literally just quoting the lyrics. Um, <laughs> it's deep. Reba covers oh, it. No. Um, there's a really cool Cindy Lauper cover of it. So ooh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's fun. Great. It's it's on the Allison Krauss uh, duets album. They it's, so it's oh. Allison Krauss and Cindy Lauper. So so dig. Oh, nice. Santa comes on big. Yeah. Okay, well, you know that we weren't going to fucking do this episode without pulling out our patron saint of all things. Yeah, I bet you didn't know she had a Christmas album, but boy, does she. (laughs) Does she ever. It's called Cool Yule. (laughs) Say that five times fast. Cool Yule. It came out in 2006, maybe? Mm -hmm. And the title track is Jason's Bop. Yeah, I like this. Um... Bet was, uh, Nick and I were kind of oscillating about what we were going to pick. This is a pretty light album. This is a pretty, <laughs> pretty Christmassy light album. And um, <laughs> it's not, you know, she's she bringing the heavy hitters on this one. She, she wears a big poinsettia hat on the album cover. I, it's pretty great. I would great. say one of my favorite album covers, honestly. Actually, it's fabulous. But this is a kind of a, something that we've always loved about Bet is that she brings out songs from the past that, and kind of dusts them off and puts her spin on it. And she does this with Cool Yule. It's a real great bop. And actually, I hear it on the radio a lot. So she's kind of made an, made her little name, just a little place in the Christmas playlist of In the canon. Yeah. From Coney Island to the Sunset Strip, somebody's gonna make a happy trip tonight. Come a-con when the snow's the most When all your cats are sleeping warm is t- 
on a bat from a stick. You'll come a flying from a higher place and fill the stockings by the fireplace. So you, how are you? That's cool. When this album came out, I was in college and I came home from college and. Um, Jason and my mom came to pick me up at the airport. But but Sally had been like, I got Nick uh, the Cool Yule album for his stocking, so like, please don't tell him. And in my, but I knew that Nick, because Nick had called me, he's like, if you come pick me up with my mom, you best be bringing that album because we're putting it on <laughs> right away. <laughs> <laughs> so I snuck it in my pocket and right nicked it like was like, hey mom, sat down, turned around and was like, give me the album. <laughs> Put it on and then started being like, oh, this sucks. I started reading it for filth. You film. started reading it for filth and I'm just sitting there knowing that this was Sally's like really thoughtful gift to you. Well, I mean, but. you know, I sometimes, I I was a little, in the early aughts, I was a little rough on our diva, even though she's perfect and beautiful. Honestly, I, and one of, yeah, go, but I think at the time we were like, oh, she, like we want to bet to release albums every year, and she really doesn't, and so when we were like, oh no, it's a fucking Christmas album, like, yeah. and so like, now we're going to have to wait another four years or something, so I think we were on edge. And because she had done these two cover albums right before this, and we wanted like new material that wasn't covers of old music, and we weren't getting that. Something that at the time I really thought was a deep flop for me on this record is now one of my most hilarious bops, which is she does... (laughs) This is wild. She does a Christmas version of her early 90s hit, From a Distance, and... It's just, she just writes, there's some new lyrical material, and... I mean, it's, thy name is Chins, right? Like, thy name is just Chins, From a distance, the world sings silent night Like a soft, embracing song From a distance, the word sounds sweet and clear We are instruments marching in a common band, playing songs of hope, playing songs of peace. They're the songs of every man. God is watching. God is watching. I know He's watching. God is watching us from a distance. It's like there's yeah, there's like little sleigh bell songs, and she she likes to breathe, speak in this too, and uh-huh, yes, it's a great Christmas album, you know. And she's in good it's, voice. It's she's really in good cute. form. Yeah, it's really. She's cool. in very good voice on it, and it's nice to hear her sing from a distance again because it is a difficult <laughs> vocal. And you know, good for yeah. her. <laughs> and makes it We're gives proud us, of you know what? Girl. It gives like it's aged well with us. Actually, I really do enjoy it, and it's and it gives us a good gas every every time. So. Every season, I have it on vinyl. Oh, fab! Yeah. From a distance. Oh, come let us 
Okay, so next, um, as you as you all have been listening all year, you know that Bet is our chief diva. Go back to episode number one and download it and uh, re-listen to it. But um, our second diva, all our whole lives, was always Whitney Houston. And I only got to see Whitney Houston live oh. once in my life. And it was, um, <laughs> I was at school, I went to the Juilliard School in New York City, and I was kind of late to class, but there was a... Tower Records across the street from Juilliard at the time, which was this big record store. And I was always in there looking, you know, for music and buying music, buying movies and stuff. And there was a big poster outside. And it was right when it was right when Just Whitney had come out. And it was also the day after the Diane Sawyer interview. And so there was a poster up for Just Whitney and it said live today in Lincoln Center. Whitney Houston. And I was like, what? And so I ran up to school. I told them I had a medical emergency and I had to leave. And I was a pretty good student. So they were like, uh, okay, fine. And I went over to the mall at Lincoln Center, like right outside the Metropolitan Opera and the New York Philharmonic where that big fountain is, that iconic spot in New York. And there was a stage set up and we sat and waited for Whitney Houston for two hours past the time she was supposed to be there. The Harlem Boys Choir is up on the stage freezing their little hands off and Whitney is late. And Whitney shows up and she sings Joy to the World and it's like, ooh, it's like a little shaky and then they start in on Little Drummer Boy and she, and everyone in the audience, there are all these people with these signs up that say, Jesus loves you, Whitney. People are screaming, like, Whitney, we want you to live. Yeah. It was this very precarious moment in Whitney's life. And her fans, like, showed up. And we were all so excited. And she starts Little Drummer Boy. And they get a little bit into it. And she goes, turns around to the Harlem Boys <laughs> Choir. And she's like, I'm sorry, can anybody count? Can we stay on the beat? Let's start it again. And they start again. And then she, another couple bars in, she's like clapping at them, saying they can't stand the beat. And then they started a third time, and she goes, I can't, I can't, I can't. And she leaves. Fully, fully out. So we fully got out. us fully out and left, 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 left. And we were all, everyone there was devastated. It was like, it was a really, it's a really, really sad story, and it's a sad thing. And she was in such a bad place emotionally, I can imagine, at that time. But it was the only time I got to see her live, and I saw like so much of her. Like we were saying in Christmas, humanity. you take the you, you know you take the sweet with the not. You got to take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you um. But she recorded this song on her Christmas album with Bobby Christina, and this is Bobby so Christina's second it, time. Uh, yes, with mommy for mommy. King to see Parumpa Pum Pum. Our finest gifts we bring Parumpa Pum To lay before the king Parumpa Pum Pum. Parumpa Pum Pum. Parumpa Pum So to honor him Parumpa Pum Pum. When we 
give a king. Shall I play for you? On my drum, yeah. Come on. really special oh so tr- i mean when i was listening to it and listening to bobby christina it really it's really heartbreaking but it's a really good track i love this song too i love all versions of drummer boy it's one of my favorite me songs. too and i love her like her like it's just like she does that that great like like r trill on that and it's this kind of got this great r&b beat and it's so beautiful and happy because she's with Bobby Christina and it kind of reclaims this song for her with me. From takes the sad memory and whenever I have that sad memory of Whitney, I turn on this version and it makes me happy because I think of her love for her yeah, daughter. Yeah, really fier- she's really fierce in this and you can tell like she is living, yeah, for the runs and the licks of that. Um, I love when she sings um, Singing for Yesu. Singing for Yesu. Okay, next is Amy Grant, Grown Up Christmas. You want to introduce that? Bitch. Here we (laughs) fucking butt fucking sluts. Here we we, we come. That's how we're going to introduce this in our next diva. This is a little song by Amy Grant called My Grown Up Christmas Motherfucking List. I grew up on Amy Grant, y'all. Like, records, we had her original um, Christmas album from, I think, also 87. And this was her, like, 1990 Christmas album. Um, You know, she was just like a Christian darling. And, yeah, Amy Grant just really filled the house. And this song, My Grown Up Christmas List. Now, do you know the tea on this? No. (laughs) You know what? No, I don't. No. Um, so, Grown Up Christmas List uh, first was on David Foster's, um, who was who was like a big music composer, worked with absolutely everyone, um, and it was on a non actually Christmas album, which is bizarre. And who was it sung by originally? Yes, you ask, Natalie Cole, Diva Supreme. Oh wow! Did you hear on that? I feel like I probably because I've heard it. Mm-hmm. Um. And but it got super famous when Amy Grant took it over, and a super famous, super famous. You remember me? I sat upon your knee. I wrote to you with childhood fantasies. Well, I'm all grown up now, and still need help somehow. 
I also think that this is kind of Amy Grant coming for From a Distance. Hmm. Yes, because she doesn't it's want... Like her, yes, she doesn't want war. She wants peace. She doesn't want war. She doesn't want no more no wars. wars. She doesn't want any more wars. No, no wars anywhere. No wars in the house. No, she just wants everyone to be healed. That's her grown-up Christmas list. Now, I have to ask you, what is on your... That's what I was going to ask you, list? bitch. That was my big question. I was like, <laughs> I have a real secret question that he's not going to ask me about what's on his grown-up... Qu-. And then and then I kept thinking, like, I was going to, like, tell you, like, you can't say, like, money or this and that. But every time I try to think about what I wanted, it's like, well, I have a bed. Um, oh, I know. I want a bathtub that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. I want that too for when I stay at your house in LA. <laughs> I, I don't want the cockroaches to come out at night, and I would love to take a bath. <laughs> I want. It's the same thing I want every year. If you want to send me a Christmas present, linens. I always oh. want more linens. I want more sheets. I want more duvet covers. I want more king size pillowcases. It's always what I need. It's expensive. You do have to replace them. You know, I just love linens. I also like stuff for the kitchen. That's just all I want. Do you want to know what I just did? Also, like, shout out, uh, and who, if you're listening, you know who did, who we did this for. We just did a kind of um, group present for a friend. Like, someone bought it and then invited us all to pitch in. I love that. And that's a way love to that. get linens for someone. If you get, like, five people together. Because linens, good, nice linens are, like, $300. But if you're just like, okay. yo, right, wouldn't you? Let me do a free ad sponsor us Brooklinen because I do order Brooklinen stuff and it's great and the quality is good and it's a little expensive but it's not that bad and it comes right to your house and they're great okay now you knew y'all knew we weren't gonna fucking do a Christmas episode without talking about the queen of Christmas Christmas is diva supreme the one diva who has taken over the entire holiday forever Miss Mariah Carey Uh, yeah yes Mariah's Christmas album, it's the most iconic Christmas album of all, t- of all time. It's the highest selling Christmas album of all time. Um, just every fucking year, she recharts with this same song. She is, it's, it's, a, it's a really a feat. It's a feat of the music industry. And I, this is my whole theory on it. I think she has the virtuosic singing, but she's also great at bops, at fun bops. She can be both fun and reverent on the same record. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She can take it to church, Mm -hmm. but can also just be a pop princess. Like, her ability to fluctuate between those two identities is amazing. And it's not jarring. Like, she's really able to, like, kind of genre jump, and it's not... And, yeah, like, this... Like, that. the the hit, obviously, we're talking about is um, 
All I Want for Christmas, which we're not playing, my children, because you don't no. need us to play that song. No, because you're. it's going to be in Dwayne Reed the next time you walk in. It it's going to be at CBS. It is. Um, but yeah, no, she can. She straddles the sexy, the silly, and the serious. And and with it, I don't get tired. We're not going to play that song, but I don't get tired of it. I really don't. Like, it's still, no. like, it's. I, I still, it is. It gets my blood pumping. It is like the, yeah, she is queen of Christmas. And really, you know. Every, you know, like we say, everyone comes out with Christmas albums and everyone's, but no one has done this. No one has been able no to one. bring out like a chestnut, a true traditional, like <laughs> fucking end of the world Christmas song like this. And this was in the, this what, this was what, <laughs> when was this album out? Uh, 1994, that album came out, which, you know, the Gulf War had ended and we were all excited. We were all happy and ready to I bet to Amy Grant Christmas wasn't very again. happy. <laughs> Yes, yeah, she was. That was her whole grown-up Christmas list. <laughs> well, I know, but then... <laughs> no more wars to come, to fall but apart. I know, but then she had a war inside of herself because Mariah Dunn came and slayed, and slayed the beasts. <laughs> and she was... Slayed the slayed game. Slayed the game. Also, their color palettes are exactly the same. Yeah. It's all red and white. And it's like Mariah in red with a white background. And that's the exact same thing Amy Grant Oh, did. I want to tell you. Okay, this is what I want to tell you. So I was like listening to this and, the, and, the, and I woke up early in this morning. And this was like me. Like, this is how I imagined. Joy. Okay, so... We have to, we're going to play the part like right before the beat drops on Joy to the World because she freaking drops it hard and it starts getting real fun and groovy. And like this to me, this is how I like, I want to listen to this song is in, okay, I'm wearing a like fleece vest with my tights and, and like um, some thick socks and I'm just jazzing to it, you know, like mm-hmm. early in the morning, like waking up before my kids get up and I'm walking down You've the street. You've got a glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I just could exercise the hell out of this. Like if I, you know, put this, give mm-hmm. me my cassette player, give me my cassette. I'm just going to keep listening to Give it. me my Walkman. I'm going to prancercise yes. down the street before the kids yes, wake beautiful. up. Beautiful. Beautiful. Get it. Beautiful. This, yeah, this is truly y'all get on your dancing shoes for joy to the it's world. The bomb. It's this is the bomb. <laughs> She just brings me joy. That's the thing. Mariah Carey brings me joy all the time. She always makes me smile. Like a Mariah Carey meme will make me smile. She just, she does bring rainbow joy princess. to the world. She's a rainbow princess. So. She is. She And we will cover her next year on this pod. We have a fan coming. Yep. We're sorry we have gotten this far and not talked about Ms. Mariah yet, but... 
thank you, Mariah Carey, for making Honestly, everything. Look at all of these divas we've done. We were gonna cover all of them. Like this kind of is one of our ways to start talking about them, but we love all of these women and we still haven't done episodes on them. So here we come. This next diva is the diva of my Christmas every year. She's my number one Christmas diva, Ms. Rosemary Clooney. The star of the film White Christmas, um, very iconically. I'm just going to give you a little small background. We'll do a Rosemary episode too, of course. But she starred in this movie, White Christmas, in 1955 with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen. And iconic diva Mary Wicks is also in this movie. You know who we love. And White Christmas is the song, of course, that everyone talks about that won the Oscar. But this other song... Mm -mm -mm -mm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We cannot cannot talk about this movie without acknowledging Miss Sally Westray. Oh, yes, that's very true. That's very true. My mother will watch this movie over and over and over again. Mm. She will watch it on some one day. She'll watch it like we're not, and That sounds like we're being kind of like, like wild and silly. No, no, no. Literally, it will end. And, she, and Sal, Nick's mother is like a, like a crafting master, like truly like extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And she will just watch this over and over and oh, like the stamina of watching this movie so I always think about she, Sally she's got it she loves this movie and it's a great it's a great movie and the song White Christmas won the Oscar but it also had another song that was nominated uh, for an Oscar called Count Your Blessings and that's my my like kind of mild and like meaningful Christmas bop to me and I've been having trouble sleeping lately and when I was prepping for this episode I was like listening to this song and I went oh fuck yeah just listen to Rosemary Clooney and it's been actually helping me sleep when I'm worried and I can't sleep I count my blessings instead of sheep and I Fall asleep Counting my blessings When my bankroll Is getting small I think of when I had none at all And I fall asleep Counting my blessings. Rosemary is such a, a powerful singer. She's one of the greatest jazz singers of all time. And she had a really rough career. Like, she had a nervous breakdown in 1968. She got dropped by her record label. She, I really want to read a biography about her, and then I'm going to come at you all, because Wikipedia has done her wrong. You know I love Wikipedia. You know I donate every month. But Wikipedia has done her wrong and not given the full breadth of her fucking career. She's just one of the greatest uh, jazz singers in history. She has a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Grammys, which they don't always give out. But she got a special Lifetime Achievement Grammy in 2002, and it's really fucking deserving. So just, like... Get the This Is Rosemary Clooney on your Spotify and make her one of your most listened to divas of 2020 because it's fucking... Yeah, also just look her up because I think for a lot of people, you're going to know a lot of her songs, but not actually... Like, she's so um, iconic that I think you Mm -hmm. actually don't know that those are Rosemary Clooney songs. If you're worried and you can't sleep Just count your blessings Instead of 
it's just, I, so Nick and I were like kind of shooting around ideas and, um, and I just, I put this song on here, um, and it tickled you so much. And I loved that it tickled you because it retickled me. Um, I, this, <laughs> this song is, um, our, this is from Kelly Clarkson's, um, album called Wrapped in Red. And it's a title song, Wrapped in Red. It's the titular character. The titular character who is wrapped in red. And it's actually, uh, this was like one of, I think this came out right when I got Spotify premium for the very first time in like 2014. Hello. And it was my last Christmas in New York. And so this, when this album dropped, I just, I, I really uh, did a thing that I don't really do so much. I don't know that anyone does as much. I listened to it front and back. And I loved it. She just wails. You know, a lot of people, when they do Christmas albums, they do a, they either do kind of jazzy classical or they uh, do this Phil Spector kind of wall of soundy thing. And that's what Kelly Clarkson did. And especially on this album, you can hear it at the very beginning. And this song is just so LOL amazing. Everybody's happy, snow is falling down, prayers are being answered, miracles all around, from afar I've loved you, but never let it show, and every year another, December comes and goes. Just, this is what she's saying. Blue is where I've been. Green can't buy me you. Silver bells remind me that mistletoe's for two. So I found a color that only tells the truth, that paints a picture of how I feel for you. What's that color? Red. The color is red, which she is wrapped in. (laughs) Because she's liked this, she's liked someone for a long time, but many Christmases have gone by and she has not told them. So she shows up at this person's house, this non-binary elf's house, and she's been like, hey, here I am. I'm wrapped in red. So is she giving herself as a present? Is she like, hey, get this. I'm your present, Kelly. And I wrap myself in red because it... And is it passion? <laughs> is, is red the color of passion? Is she actually... Well, okay, Kelly. let me tell you some of the things now I know. So, so you know, they gave Bob Dylan a Nobel Prize for lyrics. But <laughs> I think Kelly's maybe next. Kelly Clarkson might for be coming this, next. Just for this. They're like... <laughs> just we for have, wrapped in as red. scholars have sat and unpacked <laughs> the mystery. We've unwrapped the gift that well, is Well, I can tell you, I red. saw... I watched Kelly Clarkson's special 
from this time, from um, um, 2014. If you all want to see something amazing, she does a beautiful rendition of Silent Night with Trisha Yearwood and Reba McIntyre, and at the end they go full mm. acapella. And I can mm. tell you this, she, is, she wraps herself in multiple red dresses <laughs> throughout the evening. Multiple. <laughs> okay. So I know... Listen, facts. I'm here for it. I'm here for like a new Christmas carol and not, you know, it's it's very cool Yuli in that it's way. It's a very strange um, special, which we should, I just cannot... We could do hours of talking about these random Christmas specials that these ladies release. Um, but her assistant is the uh, is from queer from the original Queer Eye, Jay Rodriguez. Oh, Jay Rodriguez, yeah. And then bizarrely, and then it's like, okay, so then he's like kind of queening it up. And then... Casey Musgraves just released her special and she has Dan Levy like doing all of the reading and kind of all the in-between bits too. So it's like, whoa, these ladies love a good old Oh, they gay. have their token gay. Yeah, good old. They have their little gay, old, their little gay assistant. Gay to yuck it up. Oh, they think of us on Christmas. <laughs> That's nice. The divas think of their gays. The um, I also just want to congratulate Kelly Clarkson on what has been an amazing year with her new talk show and just iconically just turning it into her own kind of daytime karaoke bar, which is all we really want is Kelly Clarkson covering songs. You've seen her shallow cover, right? Oh, I love it. Oh, I watched, I watched in bare yeah, feet. You can watch her do it. It's like, wait, times. To, just wait until Kelly Clarkson comes for your song to just take. Well, it you know it. what song she came for and everyone and like in Fox is losing their GD mind about what her and John Legend rewrote "Baby It's Cold Outside" to not be predatory. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and like <laughs> you, you, Fox News is freaking—it's a bombshell over there, guys. Don't <laughs> fuck with my holidays. With my, don't fuck with Fox News and their white, white, white Christmas. Oh yes, they were. Hit. People were so even like Shane Osborne <laughs> got on the bandwagon and was like, you can't rewrite lyrics. He's like, absolutely you can. Who gives a fuck? Bette Midler just rewrote from a distance. She sure did. And it, Kelly Clarkson wrote the riddle of our day wrapped in red. But is it an emotion? Is it a dress? What are the facts we know about wrapping yourself in red? Also, how crazy would that be to be like, yo, guess what? I'm in love with someone, so on Christmas Day, I'm wrapping myself in passion. <laughs> And, like, I maybe will have the worst or best day. I'm not sure. Like, it's all very. It's high stakes. And I love the song, is high stakes. It's all very high stakes, <laughs> heterosexual, love actually vibes. Uh, you yeah. know? It, it's gonna, that song will put you on not, edge. I'm telling you what. Like, that's our edgy song. Wrapped in Red <laughs> is our friggin' it's punk our edgy, edgy rock ballad. Like, yeah, all of it. <laughs> Watch out, Queens. Yes, Kelly. Like, I feel like there's been so many times where people were. Um, counting Kelly out, but no, ma'am. She just keeps blowing. Rises like the phoenix from the right. ashes. Every fucking Can time. Can I ask you a question? What's the color of fire? Red. <laughs> okay. Do you see where I'm going? Okay. I so, do. I do. And I know one woman who this holiday season is going to be wrapped so no, in no, it. Nick is telling us, if you even have a slight crush in your life, Wrap yourself in the color of passion. Show up at their doorstep. It doesn't matter if it's a dress, if it's just red paper, if it's a red uh, ribbon, a red blanket. Oh, yes, a, as long yes. as you're covered in red, it will let Be them a know. Be present. 
be a present and be present to your crush on Christmas Day on their doorstep. <laughs> oh, let's um, let's just take it down a bit. You know, we weren't going to do this without hailing at the end of the year the queen, the queen, the grand diva queen of all things, Judy Garland. Where it, where it um, all begins. Where it all begins, the the greatest, in my opinion, greatest Christmas song ever is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which first appeared uh, in Meet Me in St. Louis. It was written for Judy Garland for Meet Me in St. Louis. It's one of the most depressing, sad songs. And interestingly enough, it used to be even more depressing, and they made them do a rewrite because they were like, guys, this is, it was like a lot about all the people who had died that year. And they were like, guys, you have to, you have to make it a little less... <laughs> Suicidal. Well, in this scene in Meet Me in... And they ended up with this, which is still really fucking sad. Well, in the scene in Meet Me in St. Louis, uh, one of my favorite films of all time, they go through... um, They kind of go through through the seasons, which, as you know, I love. And so this is obviously Christmas time, and they all think they're going to have to move. Uh, Mm -hmm. To To New York City and leave St. Louis. Their favorite city, St. Louis. And so... So... So Judy is trying to sing to her younger sister that, you know, like, listen, like, again, that that whole idea of, like, we're going to get through this, we're going to make the best that we have. But also Judy's very affected. She's trying to hold it in. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year all Troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year all our troubles will be absolutely almost every single person that has a Christmas album, they cover this song. Mm-hmm. I have yes. never heard them top this. Not even close. This is the, de- 
No. I, I'm normally not like very like religious to like originals, but this is perfect. And no one mm-hmm. has been able to capture the true longing and heartache and then hope the way that our Judy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. perfection. And I want to get take it on because every time I hear this, I always get very misty eyed because I kind of I read this very queer. I read this and I put this into the very queer kind of canon for me. That kind mm-hmm. of idea that like we've all been through so much and we've lost so many people along the way. Um, but maybe next year, like if like if the fates allow, we'll be able to be this family again. You know, mm-hmm. but we have to keep muddling through. And I just think like that's just that's so much what this community is about is um, yeah. is honoring and loving the ones that we've lost. And then and then hoping that at some point we can all, you know, all be together and, and, and hold us and, and be that family. I, Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can all be together again next year for Christmas, just like Judy, if the fates allow. And hopefully it'll be better. Like the whole that whole song is that mm-hmm. like. You know, things are going to be rough. And, but, you know, if we just keep trying, if we just keep trying to make this world a little bit better, maybe next Christmas. Uh, oh, oh, this is the everything for me. We'll make it we'll through. Make it through. Everything yeah. Christmas song. We love you all, Battle Angels. We love you. We love you, Judy. We love you, um, Celine and Bet and Mariah and uh, Rosemary and Joni and Judy and. Celine and Patty LaBelle and our wrapped in red Kelly and Kelly Clarkson and Dolly Parton we love all of you and um, we're gonna go um, we're gonna go out on a little song like we always do um, but please remember to read your little women and get ready for two weeks of little women coming at you the book and the movie and uh, the whole holiday season is gonna be filled with uh, great divas and ladies and fun and this last diva we're going to send you out with uh, is one of my favorites who we did a very early test episode on, and we will do an episode on her very soon. Sister Rosetta Tharp, she is the godmother of rock and roll. She is the pioneer of the electric guitar. She is the spiritual electric blues mother of music. And this is her version of Silent Night. And uh, which is the ultimate Christmas carol, and it always makes me feel like Christmas when I hear this song. It's so good. And uh, we hope we hope you have a uh, merry Christmas, Battle Angels. Bye. Bye. Oh, we love, love you. you. I love that we say we love you. Silent night. Holy night. Oh.